There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I love this segment. Honestly, I love spilling the tea week to week to week. We are here to spill the tea on week 10. Of course, I'm joined by group manager Kim. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good, how are you? You're on vacation. Listen, I'm, I've got some wine on the go. I'm not spilling tea today. I am spilling the wine. Um, I'm throwing it back to the old segments we used to do. My goodness. I don't know if you were around or remember those. Yep. Um, Ew. I feel like every, every segment had wine. I think so. Or gin and tonics. I think there were some gin and tonics thrown in there. Why not? Um, you're, you should be partaking. You are on vacation, technically. You should be, but I did partake on the weekend while we were away and I'm, I'm, I'm back on track today. So... <laughs> I'm sure we are going to talk about back on track this week, of course, a technique that we introduced uh, with the week 10 guidelines. It's a technique that refers to the basic food plan because it's so ingrained, so familiar with the body that helps you get back on track whenever you get off track. I'm going to bet money that it's one of the things you want to talk about today, but you have the pulse uh, on the group where people are at. What are they talking about? What do they want to talk about this week? Well, number one on my list is back on track. That is definitely the hot topic. Members trying to figure out when do I do it? How long do I do it? And why do I do it? So that's our, that's the big, the first one and the big one probably today. Um, The other one actually that surprised me to come in at week 10 is the past diet habits and dialogue. Like we've been working on this for 10, almost 11 weeks now. And I found it kind of interesting that this was all coming up over the past week, uh, resurfacing, I should say, because obviously we had a lot of discussions about it at the beginning of the group. So that was a big one. And then the next steps, uh, people are getting anxious. The group's coming to a close in a few weeks and people that haven't reached their goal are wondering what to do next. So those would be the, the three big ones this week, I would say for sure. Yeah. And future tripping, future tripping, which I totally get. Okay. Let's get right into, let's get right into this. Cause we have a great guest coming up. Uh, Jessica Coombs. She's going to join us halfway through the program. I I've been following her now for a while, which she's done five groups. She's down 50 pounds. I actually didn't really know where she was at in her journey. I just love following her. I've come to see her post every single day. I think today marks her 588th day doing the program. And she's on Instagram and she's posting each day. And I've never seen anything like it in terms of that kind of commitment. Like people say, you know, I want to be accountable and I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. We see all the time people start Instagram accounts and we they tag us and then we follow them and they maybe do one post and then that's the end of it. And not that you need to set up an Instagram account or social medias, but it's that kind of commitment that I'm interested in talking to her about. But before we get there, let's break down back on track. Um, what do people want to know about it? Um, I think the biggest one is how do I know that I need to go back on track? Oh, you'll know. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, 
you'll know. And I think a lot of people are attaching uh, something to it, like a day or a meal versus how they're feeling. And so I've gone, I went off the rails last night, or I went off the rails on the weekend, or I didn't follow completely all week. And really, it can be any of those scenarios. It's just a matter of how you're feeling. And you know, and I know, I came home, we were away for the weekend, I came home yesterday, and um, travel, uh, very dry environment, lots of time in the car and stuff. And I was feeling it today. I was feeling tired. I didn't want to have my lemon water this morning. I knew that I was off track and a sign for me is that I don't want my lemon water in the morning. And that's usually the biggest sign that I actually need my lemon water in the morning. So I would say back on track, it's just, you know, as you said, when you need to go on it and even for how long, because it's um, until you feel better, not a certain amount of days. Okay, so I want to take people back to when you're really good during the week and you have some indulgences on the weekend. And some people, even with those indulgences, see still see that scale move come Monday. They're always like, oh my goodness, I ate this and I ate that and my scale is still moving. So this is why back on track isn't for indulging necessarily like a few bites of bits or an off meal or a snack. It's not for when your weight is up. It's for when you really feel like you've done a number on yourself. Like, oh my goodness, like you've been away on vacation and you just eat, you ate and drank all the things. It's for when you go away on the weekend and everything is just off and you're really feeling it. So you're going to know you're gonna know when you need back on track and so back on track is really just to help you get back on the track so it's not meant for fluctuations in the scale so it's not based on something that you see or a number on the scale it's not necessarily based on any one meal or snack it's based on you just feeling really off and recognizing that your body's got a backlog of foods or it's super stressed out from the choices that you're making and you need a quick little like, let me just zip, zip it all together and help myself get back on track sooner rather than later so I can get back to focusing on fat loss. So that's really important. Back on track is not a weight loss method. It's to help your body recover from getting off track so you can get back to focusing on fat loss. Because when you indulge and, you know, your your sleep is off and your water's off and all of that, it's very chaotic and stressful in the body. So back on track is so familiar to the body that you're, if you think back on track, your body acts back on track and it just kind of, it's like, oh, whoo. We're doing this. It's kind of like when you're away on vacation and just you just want to sleep in your own bed and eat your own food. You want to get back to your routine. You can feel it. You're like, oh, I love vacation, but I just want to get back to my norm. So back on track for a lot of people, such a familiar place and space mentally that when you implement back on track, it, it helps your body kind of catch its breath, kind of take a minute kind of help process any backlog, you know, help you get hydrated so that when you, you know, turn the page and you're ready to get back at focusing, focusing specifically on fat loss, you can do that. Um, how long is dependent on how long it takes for you to feel like you're back on track. So you, if you, if you get back, you go away on vacation and you've just eaten your face off and you've done a number on yourself and you're feeling it, you don't want to like come back and do back on, you so your weight's up six pounds. You don't want to keep pushing back on track until your weight comes down. You want to keep pushing back on track until you feel like you're back on track and then start being proactive about getting that scale to move. Cause sometimes when you implement back on track, it can actually cause your body to go into detox and and can actually help get and keep that scale moving. 
So your body will have your weight up because it's retaining water. And next thing you know, you're, you know, you're seeing that lowest low. So how long you do back on track for is all about until you feel back on track. It's not something the scale can tell you, put it that way. What am I missing? Um, yeah. And I think, um, to a, to like two, two little points. One, one that you definitely touched on is feeling you're also, you don't want to assume because you went off the rails on the weekend that your weight is up because yeah. you did have those indulgences. So for me, for example, when I weighed myself this morning, I was up a few pounds, but I can go up a few pounds easily just from having one meal or having yeah. a few glasses of wine. That's my pattern on the scale. So for yeah. me, when I stepped on, I was like, Oh, three pounds. That's like normal. That's, that. that's a normal day for me. I know that I'm, that might even be down before I'm feeling back on track or it might not. I might, it might stay at that place before yeah. it comes back as well. But it is you like, as you said, the key is to go by how you feel because you will know. And you, we've learned now over the past 10 weeks that the scale is constantly fluctuating. So you absolutely yeah. can't use it as a marker with back on track. Um, I think uh, the big thing with back on track and the reason you feel that way is because it becomes, it's become our comfort, our body's comfort zone on the program. We spent so many weeks getting our body calm by using back on track that it's now that we've done our tweaks and we've made our changes. We've upset our body a little bit. I upset my body a little bit on the weekend and I, it oh, wants yeah. to get calm again. So it's, yeah. that's why we want to go back on track, but um, we also want to make sure we're not relying on it every single Monday because we feel like going off the rails every single weekend. And he touched on that in our little intro of, um, you know, you don't want to be in a vicious cycle of constantly yeah going off the rails on the weekend and back on track on Monday. And I think, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm you, you, you're absolutely right about this. You can, and that can happen a lot with our returning members in knowing that they have back on track in their back pocket. They're like, Oh, I can indulge and I'll just get back at it. And I can get caught up and I know I can do this. And you just, you're constantly in a state of back on track. Let's not forget you're trying to lose weight. You have a goal that you're trying to reach. So you want to minimize any indulgences and going off track as much as possible. So it's great that you have back on track in your back pocket, but you don't want to be using it while you're trying to lose your way. You want to stay focused on making choices that fall in line with your goals. But if and when you do find yourself indulging, that's when you want to implement it. So I think it's also important to note, um, you know, back on track, you can use moving forward at this point in the program because we're actually making changes to the basic food plan itself, right? So from this point on week 10 and on, you can implement back on track whenever you need. Um, you can also implement back on track if you are working in between groups. Um, you can also use back on track when you are continuing to lose weight on your own. If you choose the personalizing the food plan method, you can also use back on track when you're in maintenance and then also use back on track for the rest of your life. Like whenever I find myself indulging to the point where I just feel like balls, you know, I'm like, okay, I need to get my ass back.
back on track. My Tony knows it. My kids know it. We all talk about getting back on track, right? In which we're back to following that basic food plan for a couple of days and we feel like, okay, I'm back. So back on track is not only, you know, for the rest of this program, but also, you know, when it comes to maintenance, but also when it comes to living that finally and forever lifestyle, you're going to find yourself indulging in life. And, you know, whether it be for a couple of days or a couple of weeks or, you know, a month, whatever you're doing, um, and back on track will always be there for you to help get yourself back on track. Now, if you're obviously no longer looking to lose weight, it's not getting back at it to lose weight. It's, it's back at it to feel your best. That's what it's about. It's getting back. We should call it back to feeling your best. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so just, just to, just to build on what you were saying. Cool. Yes. Does that about cover it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the, you know, the bottom line is you don't want to use back on track just for the sake of going back on track. You don't want to use it because it's easy and like, oh, I like the basic food plan. It gives me, you know, you still want to be in tune with your body and you're, you're being in tune with your body to go to know that you need to go back on track, but also your body, you should be listening to it the rest of the time too, and not relying on back on track. I'm glad that you brought that up because a lot of people will be like, why can't I just do back on track to continue to lose my weight? You can, but it's not the most effective method. It's not, I mean, it's, it, every, it's the way the program one week leads into the next, leads into the next, and you're building on it with the process. And so back on track is something that, this point that you want to use to help you get back on track whenever you get off track but there are more effective methods moving forward to actually have you be proactive when it comes to moving that scale right so so it's not it's like that would be the bare minimum and it's going to take you if you just did back on track sure you'd eventually lose your weight it's going to take a lot longer than following a you know a specific systematic process that's meant to keep this process moving forward so i want to add there anything else we got to add <laughs> no no but i think that does lead into our next topic which is the past diet habits and dialogue because that mm-hmm. The piece where people do want to keep, like, why can't I just do back on track? That very much is a past diet sort of um, thought process where you're told what to eat, when to eat, and you follow that until you reach your goal. And then that's it. And uh, I think that's the problem with people that want to continue on back on track is that they, once they're done losing their weight, they just drop off of doing that. And then because they haven't done the mindfulness work, they can risk not maintaining their weight afterwards if they do rely on that. Okay. So, uh, so okay. So this is because I'm like, why now? And why is this coming up this point? And I, something you just said just triggered me. So I think you need to understand that once you reach your goal and you're ready for maintenance, it doesn't mean the work is done. This is, in fact, it's, it's been very surprising in running this new maintenance group that we have. So there's four stages of the finally and forever. And it's going to go over. We're going to talk more about it in the next couple of weeks. There's reaching your goal. So once you reach your goal, you have to put time into solidifying your weight. And this is interesting with our conversation with Jessica Coombs today, because she's back for her fifth group and she's doing it for maintenance so once you reach your weight loss goal you got to put time into solidifying your weight now you can do this by repeating the program which a lot of people do or you can continue with personalizing the food plan which we're going to talk about next week um and then there's trusting the process so after you put time like you know a couple months into solidifying your weight making your new weight your new norm 
this is where the work comes in the trusting your trusting the testing the waters it's called where you're really trusting yourself trusting the changes that you've made this is where you're you're continuing to work through those issues and associations you're you know continuing to you know support the new habits that you've created and, and bust through old ones and those beliefs like i think that's the thing that people need to know is after you reach your weight loss physical goal there's still more work to do and for some people that testing the water stage can be weeks you know like maybe someone like jessica's done the program five times so she's put a lot of time into working through her issues and associations so by the time she reaches her goal um you, you know she only needs this for a few weeks whereas someone else might lose 20 pounds lose it quickly spend some time solidifying their weight and then they'll need to spend months working through the issues and associations i i had a conversation with ruth kane yesterday who is the woman who's uh leading up the study from the university of ottawa we have got this new shirk funding and she said to me yesterday she says it's interesting she's like it's almost like the people who have a larger amount of weight to lose on your program have, a, have an easier time when it comes to maintenance than someone who's lost maybe 15 20 pounds reach their goal quickly they're having a harder time in maintenance because for them that's where the a lot of that work like whether it's you know 100 pounds or 20 pounds the mental work that you need to do the past diet habits and dialogues right can be just as much work if not more work for someone who's lost 20 pounds depending on their history of dieting as it is for someone else right like the the last 20 years you could have spent dieting you could have done that losing 100 pounds or you could have done that losing five, 10 pounds, like dieting is dieting, right? So, so that's, that sort of just had that aha moment. So I think that's important for people to understand. This is why we have a four stage process because it doesn't just stop when you lose your weight. Yes, you've lost it in a healthy way, physically, mentally, but man, there's the, yes, then you got to put time into making your new weight, your new norm, but man, that, that, that testing the waters, learning to trust yourself state, that's where you really solidify and, and really work hard, change those habits and that dialogue or support the changes that you've made because I find this is really I've seen this come up this week and I'm like what where's this coming from I mean I love it but yeah. like where's it coming from you know yeah it's very interesting and I think part of it too um might be the you know looking looking ahead to after the 12 weeks so many programs are um it's this many week program. And then you do that and you're done. Don't let the door hit your ass on the way out. Thanks for your, you know, <laughs> thanks for your money. Don't let the door hit your ass. Your 12 weeks is done, regardless of where you are, we're finished with you. And I feel like I've had that experience with programs and diets before. And that's where, um, you know, you don't have to worry. We're not, we're not deserting you. We're going to take a little break for a couple of weeks, but we're not yeah. deserting you. You know, there is a whole process. You do such a good job with your program of setting everybody up for success with all of the information and um, the support. And it's, it's like you said, it's not, it is a 12 week program, but it's not a 12 week program. You really need to put the time into yourself that it's going to take. And for some people, as you said, that have less and they reach their goal and they're finished. I think a lot of people do walk away if they reach their goal. So maybe you're almost yeah. lucky if you don't reach your goal within the program because it forces you to dig a little bit deeper. So, yeah. you know, right. That extra time that you take, um, it definitely makes you appreciate and worth it. 
and thinking about it. But yeah, I think there's also some of the old diet stuff that comes in probably higher fat and protein week might have some of it because yeah, people like triggered. You know, getting triggered. And things like that. And then there's all the low mm. fat people that were told for years that fat is bad, fat is bad and stuff. So I think there's actually a lot of things that are contributing to that old diet dialogue that's come into play in the last week there's you know it's all kind of just a, maybe this is the time in the program seasonal change too that's got people sort of you know adjusting themselves everybody's tired this week because nobody's adjusted to the time change from the week prior yet maybe that's just me but it's, it's true I think a lot of things I think a lot of things are um it's the messy middle it's definitely the messy middle that people are feeling their way through right now do you know what I'm going to say about that is I love that because again, this goes back to our amazing conversation that we had with Sarah last week about turning up the volume on that internal dialogue. Like it's meant to bring up the feels. If you're feeling the feels, if you're second guessing, if you're working through issues and associations and you're struggling with your past diet history and dialogue, good, good. Let's bring it all up so we can walk through that fire and deal with it and then move past that. You know, you know, it, the, the higher protein and fat, I I'm actually full transparency. I'm changing the name on that next. I, I've been doing this tweak for long before keto became cool in the last, you know, a few years. And I think because, you know, keto was big part of people's quick fix that they tried another diet, whether it's high fat, low fat, all of that keto. When I started talking about this revamp, people would be like, oh, it's keto. And I'm like, what? No, but you know, I'm going to change it to revamp and focus on the changes that we're making and not on the higher protein and fat. But to your point, I never thought that that would be triggering for people. Yes, they would associate with keto, but the fact it would be a little triggering, right? Here we go this high protein diet. Here we go. This fat, which I'm afraid of. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, the, the, the introducing of exercises at this point, triggering people I think I got to burn off my calories again. Like, Whoa, it's so easy to fall back into the, so this, but this is why habits are hard to break. They're so easy to fall back into, but this is where you have to remind yourself. They didn't serve you. They didn't work for you. All of those quick fix things, they just didn't work for you, which is why you're here at this point. You know, what's really interesting to talk about our meeting with Ruth Kane is she was talking about statistically people who can make it to week six and week seven go on to lose more weight overall statistically than obviously people who struggle and, and bail a lot earlier. It's amazing what can be accomplished, not only in a group environment, but getting and making it to this point. So it's what, what helps with success and maintaining what she can actually tie numbers to, I think is people getting to this point and working through that. Working through this stuff leads to sustainability, which is one of the things that she's trying to statistically prove. I mean, she's proved it. We just got to put the numbers together and present it. Um, we're going to be going to the obesity conference in Whistler uh, in May, which we're really excited about. So she's compiling this kind of information. So this work that you're doing it, and working through these issues, this is going to lead to you being able to easily sustain and maintain your weight. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that, I mean, how do they do it? There's no real setting your intentions, right? End of day reflections, being aware, turning up that volume. I don't think there's a, there's a method. Everyone is a little different. I think, uh, would you agree? Yeah. I think everyone is different and I think everyone takes a different amount of time and different habits will pop up at different times. So you might find round three, there's something that happens that kind of brings up some past diet 
feel from years ago that you thought, okay, I'm working through it. I've done everything. I've done my first yeah. round. I've done my second round. And I think it's almost like you lose fat in layers, but I also think you lose the baggage in layers. You lose that emotional baggage in layers too. I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, I used to say it was like shit, like this is the universe and, and I'm so open to dealing with my shit, but it's like, you know, shit lands in your lap and then you clean the shit up and then just more shit just lands and it's just a constant flow of shit landing in your lap. And it's kind of the same thing, but the reverse where you're working through your shit and it's just like layer after layer after layer. Yeah, every layer of that, there's some different feelings that go with it too, but it's, yeah, working through the messy middle part of it. I mean, I know some of mine, I think I said last week, I'm starting to exercise a little bit, but I'm struggling with it because I know I'm one of those people who was an over-exerciser who once I started, I was worried if I missed a day at the gym, I would never show up again because I fell off the wagon and stuff. And I'm at how many rounds of it have I done now? And I know I need to work through this and, you know, there's, there's always going to be stuff. And I think you're, I think it comes up when it's meant to come up and you're meant to work through it. So, and if it's coming up for people this week, that means it's their time to go through it and, and work through that process. All right. So let's talk about the third, which I know is people future tripping the end of the program, next steps. I, to me, it just hurts my heart because we have so much time. Like we have three weeks to kind of work through the end. We go right to the very last day with people who are looking to lose. And we're going to, like, I mean, we're, we're, we're what? 19 programs in. We're really good at what we do. We know what you guys need. We know the questions you want answered. We, we're going to have them all for you. So just letting you know about that. So whether you are getting close to reaching your goal, we're going to break down and talk about maintenance, but you have to work through the next couple weeks of the program in order to understand what you need to do in maintenance. So this is why it's really important that you stick around. Next week, we're going to be talking about personalizing the food plan. It is very much still on plan. You are following the guidelines. You are doing all the things. You are not on your own. You're still following the program. We're going to break that down in more detail. We might talk about it. We have a few more few minutes before we got to bring on Jessica. Um, so if you reached maintenance, we got you covered. We do have this amazing maintenance group and it's not, it's pay one price, $75. It gets you into the group and we have a whole team of people there. We do daily posts. I go live. We have these amazing conversations. Um, you pay one price and you're, you're in there for as long as you need. If it's a few weeks, if a few months, if it's for a year, you have access to a whole team of people there to support you. That's how much we want you to be successful at maintenance. So you don't need to join that maintenance group though in order to get all the information that you need about maintenance we're going to break that down um those of you who want to continue with us obviously get your ass signed up for the next spring and summer group don't miss out every program we sell out honestly but you're probably wondering what do i do in between groups oh my goodness there's two weeks in between groups i'm gonna gain all my weight back what do i do we're going to get, we have you covered. We, we're going to have this bridging the gap uh, post where it's going to talk about how to bridge the gap in between groups and you have options. We're going to tell you everything that you need to know to successfully maintain your weight in between groups. And then we also have, if you want to uh, do it on your own, we're, we're going to continue uh, with personalizing the food plan. You'll have the option to continue with that as a way to continue to lose your weight. I'm sure you have questions about that. Some of you might mean, I don't need the group. I don't need the structure. I'm, I'm pretty in tune with my body. I just want to continue on my own with what I've learned, which I absolutely love. So we're going to make sure you feel confident about that. So um, no matter if you want to continue to lose, we have options. If you're ready for maintenance, we have options. If you're worried about what's going to happen in between groups you have options is that pretty much that's pretty much it they just want to know what the, you just you covered it all literally just then <laughs> it's like you what know about what, uh, 
What about people worrying about, because people are always like, was it the same program again? That is one of the concerns is how will I lose weight if I do the next program and I'm just repeating the process? What do I do differently? And you show up with fresh eyes and pretend you've never been here before. <laughs> you know, I'm always surprised, but I also maybe know a lot of people maybe aren't watching these conversations because a lot of the, the, our amazing members that we have on as guests, they've done the program before, successfully lost a lot of weight. Sarah, Sarah last program, 80 pounds for groups, like obviously repeating the process works today, Jessica, this is her fifth group. She's in maintenance down 50 pounds. Like, um, I, I think that they're like, well, if I just go back to the beginning and I'm not doing anything to lose weight, how am I going to lose weight? Well, it's all about solidifying the weight that you've lost. Plus you're bringing a whole new body to the table. That's the thing that people miss out. And that's where the concept of fresh eyes comes in is really allowing you to take yourself through the program with fresh eyes, physically and mentally. And, I think at this point, because people have been doing so much, they feel like that that in the beginning, like if they repeat the food plan, they're not doing anything, but they're forgetting that that's doing a lot. Plus they're going to be maximizing and doing the, you guys are coming into the next group. If this is your first group with everything that you've learned in already being in tune and asking those four questions, already strengthening that mind body connection, already understanding how to maximize your efforts. So from day one, you get your ass in gear and you're all about doing all of the things. And then resetting with that basic food plan is gonna have an impact because off the heels of what we'll be doing in these last couple of weeks, it's gonna be a contrast. And it's so hard to explain when people are new and they don't know what the next couple of weeks are gonna be all about. So if we can give them a sneak peek into that, what would you? how would you explain the next couple of weeks? You know, that's, yeah, I'm already thinking about that. It's, that's the big thing. You just hit it. The key is there, those people that we just talked about that want to just continue back on track and continue the basic food plan because it's their safe place. That's yeah. going to be the key to that basic food plan working next group is in you yes. embracing what comes next. You not relying on back on track and that stuff. You really trusting yourself, trusting everything you've learned, trusting the mind-body connection that you've built over the 12 weeks of this program. And the two weeks in between these programs is an amazing time for you to really be proud of what you've done and trust yourself. And when you do that, that new basic food plan that comes in in the spring summer group your body's going to be like oh what's going on are we trying to lose weight again we're back to this we're trying to like it's going to be like oh this is the start of the program so it's it's yeah. going to get your attention because you weren't doing it but if you continue following the basic food plan forever and ever your your body's just gonna be like oh we're doing this still yeah so we're doing this yeah. still yeah. So fresh eyes, fresh eyes, fresh eyes. Okay. I want to get Jessica on here because I think her yeah. conversation is going to be so relevant to where we're at this week and yes. this conversation moving forward. Um, your tip tips, top tips for the rest of this week. So we're in week 10, our last week of the revamp before we switch things up next week. Yes. Next week we have, you know, spoiler alert, personalizing the plan is going to be introduced. And so I really lean into the four questions. And while you're finishing off this week, we've got five days left for you to really listen to how you're feeling with the fat and the protein, because that's going to, when you haven't had the fat and the protein at the beginning of the group with things as much of it, you're going to notice that it's changed the way you're satisfied. Remember that next week. So really just digging into the last final days of this week are going to set you up for success next week 
And that's what's going to lead to you nailing those two weeks between the programs. So this is the time for you to really pay attention. That's my only tip. Just pay attention. (laughs) That's it. That's a good tip. That's a good tip. As always, Kim, uh, thank you so much. Um, I'm already excited about our conversation next week. Until then, or until I talk to you after this is done, I'll see you then. (laughs) Thanks, Kim. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, I'm so excited for our next guest. I think the conversation is relevant. What's really interesting about Jessica is like I said, she's on five groups. She's on 50 pounds. She's actually work, currently working through maintenance with this group. And there's an evolution similar to Sarah last week in our last Build the Tea conversation where each group is a little different, not just physically, but mentally in the things that you're working through. Anyway, let's, uh, let's meet Jessica. Let's get her. Let's, let's get her on. <laughs> the bright girl after my own heart with the bright lips hello hi hi thank you so much for having me i'm so excited a little nervous got some jitters going on but feeling great thank you so much i you know i I, when i when i heard that we were um gonna have you on as a guest i got so excited i'm so intrigued by you First of all, I, I know this is so out of order, but you know, um, you have this Instagram account, Rouge Empath, Rouge underscore, yes. I believe, Empath. And um, somehow we connected on Instagram and you're not about showing you, which was so, so fascinating. Of course, I'd see you around the group and I've never, a lot of times people are all about accountability and commitment and they're like, oh, I'll just, you know, I'm going to do this each, each week, every day and each week and whatever. And, you know, in 30 years, that I've been helping with people lose weight. Not a lot of people follow through on that. And today marks day 588 of you posting on. It's, I just, I I don't even get to see your face and I just (laughs) love seeing the commitment to your post. Can you, I know this is sort of probably asked backwards in terms of our conversation. (laughs) Why did that start and how do you keep that going every day? So, Actually, it started right around the beginning of your first program. So I had just signed up and I really, okay, I'm terrible at journaling. Journaling is just not my jam. I try, I have all the pretty pens and all the stickers and it just doesn't work for me. So 
I had recently used um, a virtual um, visual journal called Day One that I had used with therapy that you could put in pictures and you could do different things. And I found that I really liked the visual aspect of it. Mm. And so I do have a personal Instagram that's very small, that's very rarely posted at just, you know, pictures of my children for family to see. And I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe this is the right platform for me to start something and just see what happens. And, you know, I just, I'll tell you one thing I started. I don't take a lot of extra pictures. So I kind of like snap and go. I don't try to focus a whole lot on it. I just kind of document and move on. And then you know, as the time's gone on, I've been able to see all these amazing things that have just organically happened. Yeah. So, and it's just, so I guess it kind of started, you know, as like a journal and then it became in the back end, a way to connect with Livy losers. And I've made some amazing friends and then, you know, um, recipes, sharing recipes, all of that stuff. It just kind of grew And I wanted to hit a year. That was like my first goal when I started going through it. And then I realized it just, it brings me so much joy. It really brings me a lot of joy. And it became a really safe place for me because it's not my face all over it. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't about the, you know, the way I looked outside. It wasn't what was going on there. It was a place for me to be like, I'm having a crappy day. Yeah. I burger king and you know what i mean and just being able to just be present yeah well i love that you found something that works for you whether it's setting your intentions in the group or Mm -hmm. your app or a book or your end of day reflections or it's you know a gratitude journal or whether you write a little or whether you write a lot it's just a matter of doing something each day that's going to remind yourself of the journey that you're on and where you want to go. I think it's interesting that you mentioned recipe because I saw in my notes here that you know you when you when you did the first program you weren't really into all that food and recipes you ate a lot of things like frozen chicken strips and such. I had I had terrible eating habits before this and I will say like I give you so much credit because like honestly my whole life and my whole health was changed cuz I didn't know what I was supposed to eat. Even silly looking through those like fruits and veggie lists and all that stuff. A lot of that stuff was foreign to me. I had no clue what quinoa was. I'm not, you know, we're chicken fingers and fries, right? So it's, it's overwhelming. So I was, you know, bit by bit diving in and trying bit by bit. And um, it's all changed now. Everything's changed. If you go back to those old posts and see where I started now, that's fascinating. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. So let's talk about food. You didn't really do diets before. Like you, it's not like- No, you're my first. You're my first time ever trying to lose a pound. Okay. So every now and then we get a unicorn like yourself who like, they've never dieted. So- Okay. Mm -hmm. So obviously you had weight that you gained that you had to lose. Why the living method? How'd that come about? So I like, I was always very thin when I was younger. So I never really focused. I never, it was never in my peripheral other than, you know, 
people warning me of when you got older. You know, they warn women when you start to get older and what's going to happen to you. And lo and behold, two children later, you know, I just, I was very, you know, I was broken inside. I was so broken inside. I was attached by uh, band-aids, you know, trying to keep it all together. I couldn't even, you know, walk properly, walking my kids to school. It was on my chest, you know, it was just, it just felt like I needed to do something and I had no clue. I had no clue. And then I met a friend who had been very successful and she just kept popping it in my ear a little bit. You know, she didn't say you should do this. She just kind of like popped it and And she said a lot of like, well, I'm not any special or different than anyone else. And I was like, well, I'm not either. So why can't this work? And then I started reading and it all made sense. It all just, it was all, it, it just, it, so I will say I was doing therapy at the same time with this and so many things in your plan aligned. So I actually had a conversation with my therapist about starting the plan before I started the plan. Really? Yes, because I, um, I was pretty deep in some deep stuff. I was in some trauma therapy. I was working really hard. I was really focused and I didn't want to throw myself off because I didn't know how much capacity I had because I had this goal, this healing goal. And I didn't want I didn't want to throw it off and lo and behold, they worked together and there were so many parallels that I just continued to find as I was going on. They just, they fit so well together Mm. and you know, it just, it frankly really changed, like it changed my life completely. Were you concerned because it would just sidetrack you from your focus or were you concerned Mm -hmm. because of maybe what you heard about diets, you know, like diet dialogue and diet culture. And any, did any of that factor in, or you just like, that wasn't it at all. It was just strictly you had this mission and this goal and you didn't want to be sidetracked. It was really more about being sidetracked. I'm pretty good at clearing out those outside voices that also goes well with the therapy I've been working because, you know, those are the outside influences that I really was trying to keep out. So it was more, um, and I'll tell you, I knew starting, I did not have full capacity for this. And I was very aware that I couldn't do all the things, but I still wanted to try. Oh, so yeah. So that is why, you know, that's another reason with the Instagram, because, you know, I was able to say, you know, I only have 30% capacity today. So guess what? I drank water. I went to bed at nine o'clock. You know, I ate a a green vegetable today. Okay, keep going, you know? So I kind of just went on my own little lane and tried to kind of keep going as much as I could. And I think um, with the Instagram and my focus like that, I wasn't so focused on the day-to-day. I was more focused on going on. It's the journey. It's not, you know, there wasn't a picture of where I wanted to be yet. It was just keep going every day. And the stuff was coming along. This is such a, I don't want to say 
the, the, what comes to mind is a fresh perspective, but I, I wouldn't want to discount or, you know, disrespect any of our members who have the opposite oh, kind of approach. Yes. But very typically, people have this need to be perfect. And if they can't do it perfectly, it's not worth doing and really get on themselves and berate themselves for the things that they can't do rather than really just honoring and showing up and doing what they can do. It's very difficult to have that perspective and that that shift where you're looking at things from that, I'm doing the best that I can and that is worth it rather than I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that, therefore I'm failing. Was mm-hmm. that something that you already had with your, because I'm a massive fan, I'm a, big, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in therapy. And, you know, I think, you know, people think mental health, they have to have all these like, you know, really traumatic, experiences and be I'm so depressed and I'm struggling when you may be struggling and not even know it and this is where therapy can be a benefit is this something that you got through therapy or was this a place you were already at or was it both what like how did you get this perspective this is a place that I came to really like showing up for myself every day over Mm -hmm. these days bit by bit I you know I, they, they talk about it in therapy. I have a big toolbox with lots of skills that I use on a regular basis. I still had those voices telling me you suck. I still had that stuff going on, but I chose, you know, and as much as I could, you know, we all have days that we're just like, everything sucks. Go back to bed. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you know, the stuff that comes up. That's the stuff that you want. That's the stuff you want to listen to. And you want to say, okay, you know, I, I still love you anyways. I still loved me, even though I sucked. I, you know, and it was an organic bit by bit thing. It was not an overnight, not at all. And I had lots of lots of like round two was like a big mess you know and a little bit of three and I had good weeks and I had bad weeks you know I just was determined not to let the bad sidetrack me so were you motivated by your weight did you like I have 50 pounds I need to lose this like how did you arrive at that end game and what was your motivator what was your why this like what was motivating you because 50 pounds is hugely successful and it sounds Mm. like you're just so calm and you're you know what I mean you're just showing up and doing the best you can but man you you lost 50 freaking pounds like what it's 588 days and that's the thing where it lies too I can be calm like this now because I've worked through the stuff to get me here I've gone through those bits and pieces for me when I started I wanted to have a normal BMI that was like my goal I didn't want to be in those things I'm very tall like I'm 5'10 so I could carry extra weight and people never would notice because I could carry it so I knew I knew that I wanted to be comfortable in my own skin. I, I kind of picked a goal that was in a normal BMI that, you know, kind of fit. But um, it, it's since then, it's been so much more about just like settling into this, you know, new kind of new me. It's like the real me. I feel like this is the real me. Oh, with you saying that because it's so huge because that is you in tune to your body, 
trusting your mm-hmm. body, not just physically, but mentally, do you know, that is you not the not the product of your environment or the product of your upbringing or the product of your relationships like, oh, this is like, I've always talked to really, you know, it's interesting more so when it comes to couples of, of getting back to who they were when they met when I work with a lot of couples who have their independent individual journey, because it's mm-hmm. all about in tune and self-love and all that to their individual needs that not only lose the weight, but they come to realize why they were kind of attracted in the first place, right? Before they were all intertwined and whatever. Mm-hmm. I've not really thought about it on an individual basis of coming back to yourself. I always talk about how being in tune is, is in you, your instinction, your instinct is part of you, but man, whoo. Or, or who is that, right? Like it's discovering that thing because I can't go back to a point ever that I've had this, you know, um, I, I will say as well, and I haven't said it as much, um, self-kindness is really, really important for me. It's been so important for me to just keep like, I've said it before, you are your own healer. You are your own cheerleader. Like you are the one that really matters. So you just, you know, you're always there for yourself. You just listen and, you know, be grateful because this is such an amazing program. If you just go and if you just show up with what you have and you keep going, change happens. It is inevitable. Okay. It really is. Let's talk about your first program, 10 pounds from the get 20 pounds in total, you know, obviously you made a lot of change. You're successful. What was the difference between that? And then let's go right to your second program because we, you got a lot of programs to get through. So what was the I will say they kind of blend together because there was no, with doing my journey the way I have, there's not, there hasn't been like a start and a stop and an in-between. So I've just kind of gone Right. And just kind yeah. of kept going. Um, I felt no fresh start. It's such a false no. Thing, no. fresh start. It's one no. same big ass journey that never stops. And it's the same with the struggle bus, too. It's all part like it's all supposed to be this way. Um, another thing I don't do, I don't do weekends splurging. I don't do that stuff. If I want to eat a cheeseburger, I'm going to eat it today and I'm going to be, you know, that saved me from getting into the cheating, you know, things and the, I guess the old, those diet things that maybe I didn't have, right. Maybe I didn't have those diet things. Mm. Um, but it second was definitely, you know, messy middle in my journey, which kind of went on, um, it was, it's hard. I can't, I can't lie and say that it was easy. It wasn't. I, um, one thing I will say, cause I don't think we, we've talked a lot about this is I, um, I got panic attacks from detox symptoms. I got really, really sick with this happening. And, you know, it was fascinating for me. Cause I would be like, yay, I lose a pound. That's exciting. But then I would be really sick for a few days. So I think that's a lot what was in round two and even round three for me. And I was shrinking. It was just like, was it, was it physical? Cause I know some people do have physical, uh, you know, and more sort of, you know, 
or worse off symptoms than other people? Or was it that the, the, the stuff that you're working through and that sort of precipice of change? Cause I, you know, just as that it's a lot that's causing you to get to a place where physically that scale can even move mentally. So was mm-hmm. it just a combination? Cause sometimes it can bring up like people who have anxiety when they're yep. about to drop on the scale. It, it also, I feel like you're stepping out of the comfort zone at the same time. So that together can be kind of a physical manifestation of what you're dealing with mentally. I, I find it's interesting because you don't have, when we talk about messy middle, I think yeah. a lot of people and even I equate that to diets before, after mm-hmm. there's this middle, which presumes that you have a diet history, but you mm-hmm. don't. Mm-hmm. But I think it's here that you mm-hmm. don't have that baggage from dieting yet your messy still baggage though still have baggage just not diet baggage and that's mm-hmm. the thing too you know i think when we talk a lot about that anxiety and all that stuff like it's it it can be different things but it's the same underlying you yeah. know it's the same underlying so I think it was a combination of, you know, what I was working through. I was working through some tough stuff. You know, I was working through some really tricky things and I had no choice but to just be kind to myself. And, you know, I took breaks here and there when I needed to not see that the scale was up because I knew the scale was up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I would just keep going as I could and just, you know, keep plugging on because I knew that it was worth it in the end. Like I just, I could feel it in my soul. It just, I just knew. Kindness. Um, I wrote a post a long time ago on Instagram. I'm talking about Instagram. I'll have to find it about how kindness can be the key to weight loss for some people, Mm -hmm. you know, not your water, not your food, but just, you know, meeting yourself where you're at being kind to yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like, ah, I just, I love this. So how, what was your weight loss journey? Like what second program? Did you lose a lot of weight? Did you not lose weight? Like where not that- much, but shrunk. Okay, didn't, didn't thing. lose much, but totally shrunk, like big time dropped sizes. Everything started falling off. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then third, I lost a little bit more. I kind of kept like plugging along. It was better. Um, yeah, it's funny because I, I remember you saying either you're losing on the scale or you're shrinking. So I was okay with whatever was happening. At yeah. some point in these early days, I put it in my head that my body was going to do what it wanted to do and I couldn't control it. Right? It you was. It's nonchalantly, though. <laughs> no, but, you know, and, and I'll say this go you can look at my instagram because it's there it's the days of self-doubt and it's the days of you know heavy dark days and sadness that you know you work through the tough stuff there's brighter days at the end yeah yeah Here's a, I'm just reading a comment. Every change uh, process includes messy bits. On one hand, I wish it didn't. On the other hand, I learn the most when things get messy. Oh, and how are you supposed to learn the hard stuff? How are you supposed to go through it? You know, it started for me because those things weren't fitting back in the box anymore. You know, there comes a point inside of you that those things that you push down And, you know, they could be old diet, you know, words. It could be, you know, people you've met in your life. It can be all of these things, you know, and 
there comes a time that you just, you got to start working through it. And what better time than to lose weight and do it all at once? Yeah. You know, I just, the word triggering, right? Like triggering mm -hmm. can trigger an old bad habit, but triggering can also bring those things out of the box so you can deal with them. Like there are triggers that can be good and beneficial yes. with this process to bring to light, you know, the things that I'm a, I'm a big, you're a girl after my own heart because mm -hmm. I'm a big, I, I love working through my stuff. I, it's, when I, it's like, I do it as a I just think it's how you grow and how you learn. Okay. So then that takes us to you, the third program. So you, yeah. you, your fourth program, do you, 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 this where you, yeah, they were kind of like the same, you know, I, it's like I said, it's hard for me to talk about them. Like they're different. I started uh, all of them with fresh eyes. I started okay. all of them with a different body, you know, mm -hmm. and I'll tell you every time I read through the, the material, it was different every single time. Every time I thought I knew what I was doing, the next round would humble me that I knew nothing. And, and I would just keep going. I'm not even, well, slightly embarrassed to say that only recently I've gotten personalized the plan. And I've done it five times. Yeah. Only now doing this and then realizing I'm feeling maintenance and working it out, do I get it now? So okay, this is, yes. no, no, I was just going to say, you know, um, you have to have patience. Oh. You have to have patience. You have to, you have to allow yourself time, the gift of time. You're, you're not on anyone else's timeline. I was, um, I don't know if you're listening and I was talking about a conversation I had with Ruth Kane, you know, who Ruth Kane is, she's mm -hmm. studying the program and, um, you know, she's studying a lot about other diets and methods. And I said, you know, one of the things that people are missing is, is patience. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like just it just takes the body time to do certain things and takes you time to work through things and it just it's so worth working for but i just think patience is a lot lost art these days people are just not Absolutely. willing to be patient and put in the time and that's i say some like this is not rocket science yes knowing what to do which is helpful you know what i mean uh -huh. being it's helpful but that third one is just giving the body time to make change so you're um i'm cognizant speaking of time we only have a yes. um i'm loving this conversation i should have booked four hours because i'm sure we could go <laughs> on and on and on i haven't even had a sip of my wine yet i've been so intrigued um you know it's a good conversation when um so you're in maintenance now and so many people are nervous and afraid and getting to the point of reaching their goal what's that been like with you because there's a lot of trust in mm -hmm. that what's that been like for you so I'll tell you, I'm not my lowest low. I'm not sitting okay. at my lowest low. Um, I'm sitting at my original goal that that last session four, I went lower than my goal. And then I kind of have settled since. Um, I, I view it as still part of my journey. So I don't view it as yay, I'm done, you know, because <laughs> I might go back in and once more, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to be in six months or what I'm going to feel. I don't. Um, but I do have a sense of calm. You know, I, I have a sense of calm. I'm not nervous. I, um, I'm not nervous around food. I'm able to enjoy food. I'm able to appreciate food. Um, and I, I feel I'm, I'm okay with what happens. You know, if I'm going to have something, it's going to be good. I'm not going to yeah. waste it, you know, but I'm also not going to be ashamed of it. Cause how yeah. is that? That's, that's you back in the closet, 
trying to hide. Yeah. I mean, this so is, we were just talking about maintenance and how just because you're done on the scale. And, and the truth is, is when people see their lowest low, it's when they're trying to see their lowest low. And once you go Ooh. back to living a life where you're not as, you know, focused on seeing your lower low, you're, you're always going to be, you're just going to fluctuate between that like five, 10 pound range. That's totally normal. I was totally normal Ooh. before, totally normal now. But more importantly, just because you're done reaching the number on the scale, it doesn't mean that you're done the work. No, done the no. Work. Yeah. And you know what? There's like, there's, there's so much benefit to being part of this community. You know, there's so much benefit to having people who genuinely just want you to succeed and they genuinely are just there to do this with you. So, you know, it's like, it's such an opportunity and such a unique place you've created, you know, that it just, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know all the amazing things that you can do and accomplish just from trying. Yeah. And showing up for yourself and keeping your energy directed yeah. at yourself at the end of the day. Um, we do have to go. What I, I know, like you've given us so much great insight. What, what is your tip? So we're week 10. We are doing our revamp. We are going to be heading into personalizing the plan. What's, what's your tip for our members for this week? So for me, my big thing was, like I never ate breakfast before going on the plan. So my big thing is breakfast. Don't forget breakfast. Focus on breakfast. Bulk yourself up in the morning. Add all the extra stuff so that you're yeah. starting off. And then by the time the end of the day goes, you're not starving for dinner. Yeah. You know, just like give yourself a good start in the morning. And then the other thing I'll say, I always say, just like, don't give up. Take, yeah. you know. Take a, take a break and say, Hey, today I only have 5% capacity. Guess what? I drank a glass of water. Okay. Yeah. You know, do a couple of days back on track. If you need reset, there you go again. So yeah. being close to the end of this session, it's not an ends. It's just keep going. Just keep going. I love it. On that note, thank you so much. I love this conversation. So insightful. I love your perspective. I love following you. I love seeing your post every day. It truly brings me joy. I'm like, ah, the commitment. I just, I can't with it. Um, little did I know the incitement that you're going to bring to uh, the insight you were going to bring to this conversation. I'm absolutely just gobsmacked. It's just, I think it's an important conversation. Um, it's a different perspective and I know it's going to resonate with a lot of people. I also know that you are a big part of the community and um, I'm sure your fans and all your friends and all supporters and all the community have said nice things in the comments because I can see them. I'm so um, grateful. Oh, I'm just so I, grateful. I'm, I honestly, I'm so grateful. Thank you from all of us. You know, we are, we are all so grateful and, you know, I'm grateful for all of them. It's, it's yeah. just, it's the best place in the internet, right? Jessica, I honestly can't thank you enough. Uh, thank you so much uh, to everyone who is watching and listening uh, and just, you know, watch this conversation, watch it again, follow Jessica. She's at Rouge M it is public. Is it public? Rouge M It is, yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it is. Send me recipes, all that stuff. I love it. <laughs> Amazing. Jessica, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, such an amazing conversation. Don't give up, right? I know so many of you have to continue your weight loss journey. 
I know you would love to reach your goal by the time the end of the program. And if you have, and if you can, then that's amazing. But so many of you are going to have to continue because I've broken this process down into digestible three month bits. So the reality is you're going to have to keep going. Do not worry about the end of the program. We are going to set you up. We're going to tell you everything that you need to know to be successful in next steps, regardless of whether your next steps are uh, until next week, everyone have an amazing rest of your night. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.